podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. to the five-year plan podcast extra here at Sellers Park where Palace have drawn first draw of the season I think. first draw yeah, yeah. Um, against West Ham with a late 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 Wilfred Zaha goal um, and we're going to talk about that but before we do that we've got sponsors for the pod and that is Miranda Jane Photography of professional unique f- photographs of weddings and more go to mirandajanephotography.co.uk uh, and I'm joined by Skippy Windsor hello how are you very well yourself very good and uh, Rob Sutherland you're not pointing the mic in the right, even though you, you, you told Skip before the pod, this is how to hold the mic, and now you're not even taking your own advice. Um, point it to my mouth. Okay, it's going to be one of those pods. Um, so, uh, we, were, we were in with Roy just now, and we were going to hear from him during the middle of the pod, as we do in these pods, Chris. Um, but that was, in his words, the least Palace deserved from that. Do you agree with that? Oh, definitely. You know, West Ham, two shots on targets, and, you know... Joe Hart has decided this weekend's going to be the first weekend he's playing where he doesn't look like he's got polio or something, you know. <laughs> he's been... Those, you can guarantee two or three of those goal, those headers, you know, from Tompkins or, you know, one of those, the free kick from Kabaya, all of that, you could guarantee that Joe Hart, at some point this season, has palmed in something similar sort of thing. Yeah. And he's had an absolute worldie, and he, is, he has earned a point for West Ham, you know. He will say it's two points dropped. West Ham fans will look at it that way. But the second half, Palace, there was only one team in it. And, and they created chance after chance after chance sort of thing. And yeah, it's that kind of... We've said so many times here that we just need to be more clinical and take those chances. And I think today, in the 97th minute, the kind of luck has finally gone our way. Do you think... Um, I was thinking at half-time, right, here we go, here we go again in Palace frustrated by a team coming to Selhurst and in a way I thought if we lost that today it would have made it very very difficult so, so has Wilf kind of scored potentially the most important goal of the season there absolutely um, I think it's, it's this is it, it, Wilfred Zaha said I think that Palace fans it, it must be mental being a Palace fan because because every game is like a cup final and it really it really is um, when you end up Kind of, I don't think I don't think it was it was a deserved uh, deficit at one nil, two nil probably. You know the way that they they scored that second goal was really impressive. Um, but it's all about that. I think the key goal was that first goal for us, the yeah. the, 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 the first, yeah. the, the penalty, because it kind of it reminded Palace players that it's not just about doing like going through the motions. You know, there's, there's this kind of... I thought that, that watching the first half, especially when we were, went 2-0 down, there was this shoulder drop, that kind of sense of defeatist kind of attitude. 
and it had to something had to stop that. Yeah. And and we could have we could have come out second half and not played with any intent whatsoever. But instead we we we, we were uh, uh, essentially at that point when we scored that first goal, it was against the run of play. Um, but when we did, that's when we kicked on. And it was almost like that weight of of expectation and and that sense of not being able to quite do it changed at that moment. So the thing is, if Wolf hadn't scored that goal and we'd lost, would we still be here standing here saying, well, Palace played really well, they battled back, or would we be resigned to relegation right now? Uh, yeah, probably, res- you know, resignation. We've come Despite out- that performance? Yeah, because we've come out of games, you know, Burnley, where if Scott Dan had a poked it in, we would have thought, yeah, one, one or we would take that away from home sort of thing where for, you know, almost 80 minutes in that game, we were the better of the teams. Liverpool... Perhaps you know you feel unlucky there because you defended so you know so well. Even Newcastle last week, you know, I think a point we would have felt you know on reflection of it. But every single week we've come out of it and said, oh, you know, this one thing went against us, and it's capitalised. You know, today the one thing that we wanted to go our way did. You know, 97th minute, and to be fair, West Ham only got themselves to blame for you know their their kind of their time-wasting, their attitude towards Well, it going. wasn't time-wasting, because after the game, Joe Hart and uh, Bilic both slammed Antonio for taking it into the far corner and then not holding on to it, because he went to cross it to uh, I mean, someone I mean, else. come on. They spent, they, from, from the point of uh, 10 minutes into the second half, they were, they, the number of times they went down, like Joe Hart went down with an injury. You, had, you ended up with Fonte going off with an injury. And, and in fairness, it looked like Fonte actually needed to go off. But they, they, there were so many occasions. Mark Noble went down and all these players, like, it, it's not, it, it's, it's, that, that cynicism is something that, that it comes to bite, bite you back in, like, in the backside. It re- and it really did. In that case, it, it was absolutely deserved that they, that they conceded that goal. Um, but I, I just think that the, the, the thing that Palace did really well in the second half was not panic. Um, we didn't, we didn't let the frustration of being 2-1 down and not scoring and Joe Hart having those, those saves we didn't let that negatively affect us it, it was almost like they saw it as more there was that, that sense of belief that the more we did it as long as we do the right things we can score and, and that's, that, I think that's partly down to Hodgson as well the tactics uh, especially in the second half I thought were spot on bringing on Sacco actually made a difference for all the, for all the, the kind of joke character that, that Sacco has you know that kind of uh, point of derision that he is um, by being the player that he is when he came on it, it pushed West Ham's centre, centre backs back it made them more defensive it put them on the back foot and it, 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 he hustled them like that, that's, and that's all you really need at times from a striker it was definitely the best game that Hodgson has managed you know um, obviously I thought his tactics against Chelsea was superb in the way that he set the team up sort of thing but the, the players kind of did it themselves uh, today he, he recognised where the weak links were early on by you know taking off Ward bringing on moving Fossey Mensa across the right back where you know he was obviously more comfortable putting Sacco forward bringing Loftus-Cheek into the middle and making a focal point and you saw those centre-halves move slowly further and further out outside of the kind of you know the dimensions of the 18-yard box, you know, Ogbonna coming out and trying to make tackles on um, Sacco and Townsend when we had it on the byline sort of thing. And you could tell they weren't comfortable with that. The first half, you know, up to probably when we scored uh, and when Sacco came on, was the easiest 
you know, half those West Ham centre-halves are ever going to have sort of thing because they had to do nothing. The wing-backs, um, they could hold Loftus-Cheek and Schlupp sort of thing. Zaha and Townsend very, you know, hardly had in touches. They were then having to go wide and, you know, like we talked about last week, we were playing effectively with two wingers and having no joy of it because we had no one in the middle to capitalise. And it was good of Hodgson to recognise that early on. Still with 30 minutes left to say, right, here's 30 minutes, I'm going to change it up. It's now down to you to, you know, implement my plan. And, you know, we would like to have done it a much sooner sort of thing, but I would take a goal in the 97th minute if it meant that we got the point which we did today. Cool. OK, well, let's hear from Roy, talking of him. This is what he said to reporters um, after that draw against West Ham today. Yeah, well, he, he rescued a point for us, didn't he? 96 minutes with an excellent goal, so there's no doubt where the headlines will will end up, and deservedly so. I think that he, he threatened that goal on several occasions beforehand. Joe Hart had an excellent game in goal for West Ham and made certain that it went to the 96 minute with them still in the lead. But uh, I still think that the, the goal... And, very good goal. We're grateful that Wilf got that shot away. I still think it's scant reward personally for the 90 minutes football. I don't think that the play of the first half, where I don't think we were anywhere near as good as we were in the second half, merited that we went in two goals to nil down. And in the second half, I think the, the domination and the number of times we had the ball in and around the penalty area, the shots at goal, the corner kicks, etc., etc., I think that the fact that we did get those two goals is nothing more than the team deserved. Well, I know it's, it's only a point, well, point, but does that feel sweeter perhaps than the win against Chelsea, given the circumstances? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I don't, I mean, a good observation. I don't know that I would go quite as far as to say that is it sweeter than the win against Chelsea. I mean, for a start, that's three points and. Also, that's a victory at home against the champions of England. Um, but I do think that it showed me that this team has got more character maybe than as sometimes that they've sometimes been credited with. I think it had been very easy at half-time for people to feel a bit sorry for themselves, to feel that how on earth can we be two goals to kneel down in a game like this? That's not fair. But of course, when you've been in football and you work in football, you've got to come away from what's fair and what's just and what's deserved because it's a game, it's not a science. You don't always get what you think you deserve. Um, the team that dominates the game doesn't always win the game. The team that has the most shots at goal will only win the game if theirs go in and the other teams don't. So I thought it was a strong performance in the second half to put that 2-0 behind us, to get out and do what we did to eventually come back and be able to say we we got a point from this game and a point that we deserved and I'm hoping that it will give a little bit of confidence a little bit of uh, uh, security in the minds of these players to, who, who know that even when things are going against us luck-wise we can still come out and turn it around and once again I thought the fans it's a very important day for the football club and all of us who work at a football club with regard to the fans because 
I don't think I've very often been involved in a football match which goes to the 95th, 96th minute with the home team losing and have virtually nobody leave the stadium. And then to have the, the players cheered off the field in the way they were cheered off the field. That speaks volumes, really, for our fans. And if we're going to survive this season in the next 28 games, we're going to need that help time and time again. We've got it against Chelsea. We've got it again today. Well, what was the, the problem with Patrick Van Well, yeah, it's an early one. Things aren't exactly going our way to lose to lose Mamadou Sacco, to lose James MacArthur from the team that played the previous two games and played well in those two games. That was a, a blow, we thought. Then Van Arnholt to damage his hamstring. I, I, I can't tell you exactly how bad the damage is. That will have to be assessed, but it's obviously damaged his hamstring and we've got to hope that maybe it's not too too bad the, the damage but we won't know that until he's had a scan of course and have to rearrange the team like we did to be fair I think that, that also shows that there's a lot of character out there and you know all teams at the bottom of the table they, they need two things they need character and they need ability you know character alone won't sub- help you survive Ability alone might not help you survive either because uh, teams have gone down with a lot of very, very capable players. But I think with the ability and the type of performances that we've given in the last three matches and the character we've shown, I think I've got every right to sit here in front of you and uh, show some degree of confidence. What, what's Sacco's injury? <coughs> Mamadou calf injury. It was after the Newcastle game. He hasn't trained all week. He's been in the treatment room. We've been hoping desperately up to the last moment that he would have a Lazarus moment and appear from the treatment room and straight onto the field. But, of course, that wasn't going to happen. And James MacArthur uh, got a strange ankle injury in the match against Newcastle. You know, no one, not a, not a tackle, no one was actually that close to him when it happened. And uh, that, again, will take a little bit longer. But... I wouldn't rule either of those two out of the game against uh, Spurs. We've got eight days, so let's see what can happen there. Do you know what sparked the sort of scenes at the end when Mark Noble was really... Didn't see it. I was in the dressing room. Well, there's a lot of optimism after the Chelsea result, but then two defeats. I mean, how do you ensure that the momentum gets carried? What two defeats? What two defeats are you talking about? What two defeats are you talking about? Chelsea win. What two defeats are you talking about? We're not talking about the Bristol City one, are you? It wasn't this team, was it? It <laughs> was a totally different team. I mean, when you when you when you play up at Newcastle and give a very good performance, losing the 85th minute to a to a ball which actually ricochets off somebody's head and your your players headed it out, uh, you can feel yourself a bit unlucky. And then, of course, what we did, we 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 took a, a big risk. We sent a totally different team because you know I knew I wanted the team that had played against Chelsea and Newcastle to play in this game. So, as far as I'm concerned, it's four points out of the nine. I think we're a little bit unlucky not to have got at least five points out of the nine because at Newcastle, uh, we, we deserved at least a point from that game. So, I'm actually taking quite a lot of heart. In the Bristol City game, I just have to put that to one side. It, it was an opportunity for some younger players, some players that we haven't seen a lot of, to really make their mark. They didn't, obviously, because we got beat. But again, that was another one. You know, that was... Uh, that was 4-1 with five shots at goal, as a matter of interest. Roy, just a quick question on Lyle Kirby, who's just held England with the 
Excellent. I know of him, of course. I mean, listen, since I've been at the club, I've had my hands full trying to deal with the 20-odd players that were presented to me as the professional players of the club. I haven't, as yet, been able to look down to the under-17 level to see what's there because I very much doubt that we could throw an under-17 into our situation at the moment. But um, I'm delighted for him, delighted for England. I think it's very good reward for the good work that's been going on at St George's Park for a, a number of years now, certainly all the time I was with England, so six, five, six years. Um, I think the clubs and the academy systems of the club deserve to take a lot of credit because now we are producing players who are as, as technically proficient, as athletic as the type of teams we're meeting in these World Cup competitions at, at the age groups of under-17, under-20, under-19s, under-21s. They've all done well, but it's hats off. Delighted for Naya. I shall look forward to congratulating him in person when he returns from India. And uh, I shall, of course, take a, a close interest in him. But my interest in the academy and the younger players will grow in relation to the amount of time I'm, I'm here and the amount of time I can spend with the first team. Welcome back to the 5 Plan Podcast Extra here at Stellas Park where Palace have drawn 2-2 with West Ham with Wilf getting a late, 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 late goal. Uh, this pod is sponsored by Miranda Jane Photography for professional, unique photography of weddings and more. Go to mirandajanephotography.co.uk. You, you sound like Buster Rhymes there. <laughs> That's you, the you, last you, person you, I thought you were going to say. <laughs> no, it's the way that you're like repeatedly talking very really quickly and, and, and here we go. <laughs> what do you think is going to be Wednesday? Buster Rhymes. Thanks. You know, wow. Um, so, uh, do you guys think that uh, our luck might have turned a little bit after that result with getting that goal, given that the luck seemed to go against us in that game? Do you think we might have maybe, I don't want to say turned the corner, I've just said it, but do you think, do you think our luck has turned? Oh, you in that turning the corner, honestly. Um, I think <laughs> we're meandering. Like, that's the thing. Like, you're, you're always going to have challenges. You're always going to have moments where things aren't always going to work the way you want them to. I think the, the, the great positive from this is I, I can't remember the last time we came from 2-0 down to, to get anything. Leicester, Leicester at home about that's what it, April. That's, that's, yeah. that's what it felt like because so, that, that game against Leicester where we'd marked it on our calendars in a relegation battle as we've got to get points against Leicester and Burnley and we didn't do we lost to Burnley um, but we picked up points against Liverpool and Chelsea we weren't expecting it was that fight that ultimately carried on through to the end of the season where we picked up that then crucial win against Hull sort of thing. Yeah. It kept us up. I'm not going to say that in the 97th minute goal by Zaha is a defining moment where we can look back at it and say that's what kept us up. Hopefully touching wood sort of thing. But it's that performance and character and the desire yeah. of players because in the first half it wasn't there. Yeah. Someone stuck a rocket up their arses and in the second half they came out and wanted to show that they could play football and they did and the timing is good isn't it because we've got this, this run of games now where we have to get double figure points doesn't yeah, it yeah, up until got, you know, middle I mean, of December Spurs is probably going to be the toughest of the lot you know they're a very good team uh, but they've had their troubles at home you know they lost to West Ham uh, and have, have struggled but yeah we spoke up until effectively Christmas just before Christmas there are five games there where you'd put your money on Palace if they played like that in the second half to come out with, you know, 
least a point, if not three, from every single one of them. But the confidence from today will be taken into those games. We'll give them that extra, that extra lift, won't it? Because you lose again today, and suddenly those games feel like more six-pointers and bigger games than maybe they should be. I think it's, it's, it's just allowing the players that we have to realise that they're not actually that bad. I think that's something that, 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 that is really difficult because I think when you go 2 0 down at that stage, you get that kind of, there's that sense like we're not quite, you know, we're, we're, it, it can be luck, it can be, and it, it can be disappointing for them. You know, Hart makes an amazing save and you think it's just, we're just not, we just haven't got it. Yeah. But then you have players like the real characters in the team, like Kabai and, and, um, and Lo- even Loftus Cheek when he, in, in the latter. 15, 20 minutes. He was brilliant in it for the last five minutes. Yeah, I thought the it, game passed him it by. It was apart all from about him playing in the centre. The minute he put, was put in the centre, he was driving. He forward. just drove forward, and that was that was everything that you wanted. Like there's that big, there was a big gap right behind Wilf and Townsend and, and Sacco that hadn't been exploited, and I think that made a big difference. But as I say, these players are easily good enough to get us out of this situation. They just have to have that belief, and, and moments like that, that last minute goal from such a special player as Wilf, it, it, it can, that's the kind of thing that can trigger it, trigger it. All it's going to take is that confidence, you know, to, to have that shot, because I think a couple of weeks ago, do you think Wilf would have had that in the 97th minute, or do you think you'd take that extra step, that extra step over, and then you run into, you know, the eighth West Ham defender that's in the box, because it's a 97th minute that's ending. And like you said, you know, you tweeted saying, oh, I was telling Wilf not to shoot then, and I said, and I said a couple of minutes earlier when he blazed over when the ball came out, I said that's his one chance and it's gone sort of thing. The belief was kind of sapping out the fans, but on the players on the pitch, didn't kind of let it affect them. Um, we have to support each other. Oh yeah, definitely. You know that's the thing. Like the players have to. You, you say the players have to do whatever. You know the players can encourage the fans, but equally. There are times when we both need to support each other. Yeah. You know, when, when we when we have to see the players doing what we want them to, for us to feel incentivised to actually. Well, final word then on the fans, because because Roy name tipped them as well and, and said how great they were. I, at half time, I genuinely thought they were going to be booze, and there was nothing. There was like genuinely really good support, and then right at the end, those scenes, the same as the Chelsea last week. It feels like the. The Palace fans are stepping up as much as the players are at the moment. It felt in the first five minutes of the second half like we were in a mortuary. It did, didn't it? It was so, it was so quiet, and that 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 kind of it was almost like we were just waiting for that little spark, we that waiting. little moment of something to grab onto and hold onto. We had that and, second minute silence that lasted for about five minutes yeah. in the second half. But if you, if you, you know that, and that's the thing. So the minute, the minute we saw, the minute you see that little bit of positivity, the minute you see that kind of something to grab onto and, and Palace that's what Palace fans want like a, a hard tackle or a, a, a you know a driving run through the middle that's when we started latching onto it and, and as that kind of progresses then we ended up getting the penalty scoring it and that lifts the fans it's, it's like this kind of unvicious circle wherever the opposite and, 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 and then suddenly you know we're, we're having more chances you know Kabai's hit the post you know Zaha's actually trying these mazy runs Townsend's beating players which probably in the first half he wasn't getting past and it's just it's just those little things you know that, that little 5% that went our way we gave each other a lift that's we did thing. thank you for giving me a lift Rob you're welcome ah oh, beautiful stuff okay let's end there thank you very much both for coming on the pod oh, thank you um, thank you for these two for waiting for so long because I'm very patient and taking photos um, we're back with you with the regular pod in a few days time to look out for that but in the meantime keep following FYP on all the social media platforms and all that stuff for videos and tweets and all sorts and um, keep the faith Palace fans we may have just turned the corner potentially oh sorry anyway we'll be with you again soon thanks for listening bye
time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Sports Social Podcast Network.